got to quit confusing me so much, Marty. <laughs> right, right, right. No, man, they're the best. Yeah. They're super <laughs> yeah we know you like anal, so. Everybody likes anal. <laughs> Welcome to the Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me is anal Marty. How are we doing, Marty? <laughs> Not bad. Once I went to the doctor with that Christmas uh, ornament thing. But. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy. Well, this one guy stopped by the house. And he's like, oh, man, as you listen to your podcast, and I said, just to forewarn you, there's a PSA about the Christmas. I said, I'll say this much. I put it in the Christmas PSA, public service now. He's like, what's that about? I'm like, you got to listen to it. Yeah, right, right. That's actually pretty good. Get through all the babbling to get to the fun part. Yeah, it's like the weather's actually gotten decent today. Oh, yeah, fuck me. The snow's fall. actually melting. It's all slushy everywhere. Yeah. So, so when I leave the studio, I'm going to fall flat on my ass because I have no traction on my shoes. Yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah, no. There you out back again. Yeah, I parked, yeah, on, yeah, I parked yeah. on the street. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm parked next to my corner. So yeah, yeah. Do a little work before I get in the truck. All right, get a few bucks. Uh, maybe. Make a little money. Speaking of making some money, hang on, folks. we got to shut something off. Good thing you caught that thing coming on. I didn't even hear it. Oh, yeah, no. Don't want people right thinking I'm doing some really funky stuff when you hear the bzzz right, yeah, in the background. It isn't that loud, no, but, but in the recording it picks up that ambient sound of that, yeah, that ceramic. We don't, we don't need any more distractions in our podcast. Yeah, right, we right, do right. already. It's bad enough. So how was your Christmas vacation, Marty? It is fucking too short, man. Like, it, it really is. Just way too short. I had five days off. That's way too much. Yeah, no. Somebody at work's like, oh, you had five days off. What'd you do? And I'm like, nothing. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. It's great. I do that every three-day weekend. I do nothing. It's fucking fantastic. The worst part is, like, this week I'm in such fucking lazy mode where I don't want to do shit. <laughs> I mean, I literally don't. I didn't even want to do the show tonight because I'm like, I just want to lay down and watch oh, the show. You can't say that. Our listeners will like, yeah, right. come on, don't say that. But that, that's the, the, the mode I'm in. But it's like, no, you're going to because then it's like, no, we'll do it tomorrow. But tomorrow I'm going to feel the same way because I just have that fucking lazy mode and, and I would just end up falling asleep watching a show. That explains why I had to get the bullwhip out to get you. Right, right, right. Jeez. It was not good. But yeah, no, that's just the kind of mood I'm in all week. And probably will be till we get through New Year's and it's like, okay, there's no more holidays until whenever Magical Day Easter decides it's going to be on. But, uh, yeah, no, it's just a lazy day where I'm just like, ah, fuck it. Yeah. I don't want to do that. Even I don't even want to watch a movie, but I'm going to watch this movie because it's on. You know, that's just kind of where I'm at. <laughs> Excuse me, folks. Kind of where I'm at. Well, speaking of things that are not lazy, UFOs have not been very lazy recently. Uh, no. No, they have not. They've actually gotten the nightlife going on. They've actually been sighted in Vegas. Yeah. Again. Like, they were or March, like in Vegas, not in, like literally, out in the desert. No, this but. is, folks, I got an article here that says, alleged UFO seen over Las Vegas shocked the onlookers of a Sapphire strip club. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is a video. I've seen it. I'm going to read the article here. Dozens of people on TikTok, Reddit, and other social media sites have been posting independent videos of a huge UFO featuring red and yellow lights hovering for many minutes above a famous strip club in Las Vegas. It's the Sapphire Club. Yeah. Right before the holiday weekend. The object stayed stationary in the sky behind some clouds, and the videos posted showing the usual Las Vegas spotlights and other man-made lighting elements interacting with those same clouds totally differently and making the object appear if it really was something in the sky. So what was it? As several employees of the clubs were responsible for filming this thing, the first guess is to wonder if it's just a PR stunt. Though Vegas insiders say 
The Sapphires Gentlemen Club does not actually need a lot of advertising. No, they right, do not. Right. The next option is that it's a blimp of some kind parked above the clouds. Tough parking a blimp above the clouds doesn't actually seem like a good way to get the message out either. Many people theorize that the cold snap across the country meant that ice crystals high in the clouds were reflecting the various lights of Vegas in a way that onlookers, locals, might not have been used to. One person even mapped these lights to objects and buildings on the street near the club. And despite all excitement, this does seem like the most probable situation. I want to know. I looked up on Google Earth, and there's no way that these lights are that were not cranes or what people are saying. Right. I don't think they were. Uh, yeah, the, the PR thing was my first thought, too. Because a friend of mine, actually, he sent me the, the best video that they had of this. And he was like, yeah, this dude has other videos of this on his on his page. And I looked at it, I was like, okay, what the fuck? And my first thought was, okay, is it a PR thing they're doing? But but there's like no... Even going on to like their site, there there's nothing listed at, at that time as any kind of big event thing going mm-hmm. on where they would have stuff up. So I kind of went, well, I don't think it's a PR thing. Because at this point... Whatever they were PRing, nobody's talking about. So it was no. a failure. Yeah. You know, uh, the ice crystal thing is kind of interesting because I've seen lights do weird shit even here when we get some of those weird ice crystal stuff. You have beams that look like spotlights. Yep. But it's not. It's just stationary lights. Just the crystal. I don't know though, man. It, it it looks more like there's a solid reflective surface on some of that video. Well, the one video I did see, the one I sent you, yep, it shows yep. the yellow, red, and like two more yellows. It's kind yep. of a triangular shape. And if you notice, where there's a far, there's four spotlights out in the background doing yeah. stuff, promoting something at like a club or different strip club or something. But if you watch it, it always goes one way and it reflects off one little spot. Yes. If it was ice crystals, you would all be, be moving constantly. Yeah. But it's just, whenever it hits a certain spot, it reflects off it. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. And that, that's the thing. And again, weird, light does weird reflecting things. But if it was ice crystals, those are not actually stationary, folks. They're not like crystals. It's ice crystals floating up into the, the air. Um, and yeah, it would be, it would be reflecting in different areas. And it wouldn't always be the same spot that would be reflecting. Mm-hmm. That's just not how it works. But yeah, it's an interesting video, man. Yeah, it, it, also, it's lot, the theory out there is that oh, they're just reflecting off the cranes. The Venetian right. is actually doing some work with cranes and that, and actually Bally's well, it's, it's a horseshoes now. It's actually doing yep. work. But the Sapphire Club is on the other side of the interstate, folks. Yes, it is easily two miles away because that was strip. That was my other thought too. Was like, okay, where is this place exactly? Is there other buildings, like, they're right next door? Because there's a couple other bigger strip clubs, and one of them we had right next to ours, like, a block off the strip. But here we have another casino right next to it. So I went on maps to actually look where this thing is at. And, yeah, it's not right on the strip. Uh, It is literally a giant I kind of wish it was. Right, right. Overpriced from what I hear, but, hey, whatever. You're paying for whatever. But, yeah, no, it's basically on its own little chunk of land in between major roads with no... The tallest structure next to it right next is on the other side of the road. Yes. Is a parking structure yeah. for parking cars. That's a, It's like a three, four-story thing, but there's no cranes on top of no. it. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the closest stuff is a couple blocks away as far as actual casinos. You actually have to go across the road, Yep. down another block, and another onto block. the other side of the other block. Yeah. To get to a casino. Uh, 
Uh, so yeah, it's not like there's something behind it. It's, these aren't normal blocks, folks. If you've ever been to no. Vegas, you know exactly what we're talking about. Right. It's like, oh, it's just a block away. Well, their one block is like five blocks. Yeah, yeah. Because. Now, city blocks are bigger than, say, our blocks. Vegas blocks are their own fucking thing. Yeah, they're, they're they their are, own measurement. It, it is just kind of random, like, oh, we're going a long ways. Oh, yeah, well, here we are at the next corner. Because yeah. you've just walked fucking quarter miles. Two miles. You know. Yeah. <coughs> so I actually think it was something in the sky there, but I wonder what they must have been promoting like really good strippers that night. Right, right. These like a... is out of this world, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I was looking. Like I said, I, I dug around and you know I, I couldn't oh, find anything. I just figured it out, dude. Uh-oh. It's for the Miss Universe. They're getting they're trying they're sizing up the competition. Yeah, for the Miss Universe comp. We're finally making it official. Yep, man. we're actually getting hundred planetary people for the <laughs> Miss Universe contest. I would think that would be because cool. it's kind of bad that how many years have we had this? Well, and the Earthling has won it every time. Right, I, I'm going to call shenanigans. Yeah, that's that's fair. It's not fair at all. Yeah, but yeah, no, it, it's it's cool as shit, man. It really is. Like right away, I was like, okay, what kind of fuckery is this video? And, and the more I watch it and actually kind of started looking into other stuff around it, it's like. None of these other ideas make sense. Of what came to my head right away, uh, it, it just doesn't make sense. There's nothing that should be sitting there. Or it could be the same thing that happened in Phoenix with the Phoenix Lights. It's just one of those ships just like, oh, it's cloudy out. They won't see right, us. Right, right. Uh, Jimmy, God you shut all the lights off, right? Yeah. Right? <laughs> They're using their little x-ray visions to see it in the strip club. Hey, it's pretty good show tonight. <laughs> this one's not bad. Yeah. Kind of looks like my sister. Yeah, yeah no doubt. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Jesus. that's that's really. I had more weird news, but I need to limit my news articles. Yeah, yeah, focus, man, focus, because we are going to hit up the topic. We've already talked about a few things about this country. We're going to tackle, try and tackle all the weird shit that happens in Siberia, folks. And there's a plethora, big word, of right, stuff that right. goes on there. And it's just not like you've heard of Lake. We're probably tonight we're talking about Lake Bacall. Right. Uh, the Siberian Valley of Death, and we're also going to talk about the Tunguska Blast. Tunguski. Yeah. But we're going to start off first. We're going to do a little little basic gist of Siberia, so you kind of get idea how big it is. It's cold. Yeah. It's not cold, dude. We were actually rec- just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Siberia covers nine percent of the Earth's exposed land match which is roughly 5.1 million square miles. Yeah, it's a little bit. 9% of the whole Earth, anything that's exposed, they have 9% of it. And this is Siberia. Right. This is not Russia. Russia is yeah. separate from Siberia. Siberia yeah. is its own country. Russia just owns it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's annexed. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's... Uh... It's big. Siberia extends eastwards from the Ural Mountains to the Pacific Ocean, which includes most of the drainage basin of the Arctic Circle. Yes. The River Yangtze divides Siberia into two halves, western and eastern Siberia. Siberia stretches southward from the Arctic Ocean, oh yeah, the Arctic Ocean to the hills of Kazakhstan, along with the northern parts of Mongolia and China. That covers, that's a lot of damn space, dude. Yeah. A, a lot There's of space nothing with there. nothing <laughs> is, is the thing. It's, uh, I didn't even put the population. Nothing. It's like, oh yeah, the population is like everything. So oh, there has to be a lot of people there. Yes, there's like three giant towns, and they have like twenty million people. Yeah, and they're all around the border. Nothing's on the inside. Really. No, uh, they, there are, but it's 
indigenous groups that have been there for years and years and years and years. And they don't really have a whole lot of census keeping for how many of them are running around. Uh, Even how many there actually are. I mean, there there are some areas where there's rumors of of tribes that live there, but we have no proof that they're there. Yeah, because the only people we can only keep sense of, well, they can keep sense of the major metropolises. Yeah. And there's like three of them in Siberia, and that's it. Yeah, that is absolutely it. Uh, but yeah, no, it's a lot of uh, tundra, forest, uh, a whole lot of nobody but animals. No. Siberia is also known for its long and harsh winters. The average January temp is negative 13 Fahrenheit pussies. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the average. Yeah, that's the average. <laughs> so, you know, it's... And I, I will say, unlike ours, it does tend to stay that for a lot more extended time than what we yeah, do. Yeah, that's, that's why they made vodka. Right, right. Hell yeah. We gotta do something with these potatoes. We can make a, we can make a soup out of it. <laughs> or, hear me out, hear me out. We can make it rotten and drink the water from it. Right. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. I would like drinking, but I, can't, I cannot ever give the fact. Basically, you're drinking rotten water. Oh, yeah. No. I'm like, somebody had to be really desperate to figure out this alcohol thing. Well, yeah, all, all alcohol is pretty much just a gigantic poison. Yeah. Uh, it's shit one way or another that's gone bad. <laughs> and, and, well, I think it probably did start, it's like you do see, uh, like, the different macaques in different places where they will, like, come in and, and fucking eat fermented fruit and be all fucked Elephants. up. Elephants. I love them. The <laughs> elephant one where they were all fucked up. They had to wake them up with the drums because they would just pass out drunk. But yeah, it's like, oh, it works for them. Oh, yeah. I wonder what it tastes like. It tastes like shit. But Let's I do some... feel okay. <laughs> yeah. The name, of, the origin of the name Siberia is unknown. Some sort of course, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this statement over again. The origins of the name Siberia is unknown. Some sources claim the name originated from the Siberian Tartar word for sleeping land. That's kind of like prophetic, let's say it. Right, right. There's like eight different climates. There's polar desert, tundra, alpine tundra, taiga, not the, not the rap singer, <laughs> mountain forest, temperate broadly forest, temperate steppe, and dry steppe. <laughs> the region has... Uh, paleo, eh, whatever the region has paleontological big That's word it's word. important <laughs> for prehistoric animals it contains the body of prehistoric animals from the Pleistocene epoch preserved in ice or in permafrost Spe- specimens of the goldfoss cave lion cub yucca the mammoth and other woolly mammoths from oh my, uh, I hate those fucking words Omega Khan a woolly rhinoceros from the Coloma and the bison and horses from Yugagur have been found. Yeah, it's just got a lot of, they find a lot more stuff there. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, they're always finding some animal that's still half preserved and shouldn't be, but fucking frozen somewhere. But like, I, what is going on here, man? Well, I saw this one, it really threw me off. I saw Siberian traps. You ever heard of them? I thought it was like trap porn or something. Right. But Siberian traps were formed by one of the largest known volcanic events of the last 251 million years of Earth's geological history. Their activity continued for a million years and sometimes is considered its possible cause of the great dying about 250 million years ago, estimated to have killed 90% of species existing at the time. I didn't know what it was, so I typed in Siberian traps. 
Uh, it's basically it's located. Siberian traps are located in Serbinsky Trappy, as a large region of volcanic rock known as a large igneous province in Siberia, Russia. The massive eruption event that forms the traps is one of the largest known volcanic events in 500 years. Basically, it forms these valleys and gases come up. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And when things go in there, they die. But yeah. I want to know, for that to kill off 90% of the planet? Oof. Holy shit. You know how much that, it's like a sulfurous gas? Oh, yeah. They go in there, and they actually, there's another article on it. I'm not going to read, but they go in there and get, people have got in there and study it. And what happens is, you get a slight headache, get more nauseous, nauseous, and eventually you just can't move. Yeah. Because that's what draws all the animals there, because birds go in there to drink the snow melt, die. That brings in the smaller runs, bigger, bigger, bigger. Right. So. Yeah, and once they're down in there, you just can't get back out. It's yeah. Mess. Yeesh. Let me explain to you. The, the eruptions from this trap area continued for roughly two million years. Jesus. Two million years this area was erupting. And spanned the Permian-Triassic boundary, or PT boundary, which occurred around 251.9 million years ago. So the Siberian traps are believed to be the primary cause of the extinction. Ah, well. Yeah. No, that's... Something was it erupting for two and a, two million years, dude. Right. That's two million. unreal. There's Holy also shit. There also has been at least three species of human live in southern Siberia around 40,000 years ago. H. sapien, H. homo sapien, homo neanderthal, and the Denisovans. In 2010, DNA evidence identified the last as a separate species. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I remember, I remember when that yeah. happened. They're like, "Oh, we got these new re- species of humans." I'm like, "Cool," and they were a lot smarter than Homo sapien and Neanderthals. Yeah. Which... They're like, "Where?" Everyone's like, "Oh, they have to be from China." No, they're from Russia, Siberia. Yeah. No, this this okay. Yeesh. There's like about pyramid. Oh Christ, folks! Hang on. There's several. There's like 14 mountain ranges. There's like the up. I'm going to, folks, just a forewarning you, <laughs> I may say these words, uh, and I'm trying to do my best here, but there's like so many consonants in yeah. a row. You got the Altay Mountains, Annie's Dry Highlands, Bakal Mountains, Carmel, Daban, Chersky Range, Chukatuk Mountains, some dwarven type mountains like the Zuckerdurgers, Kolmai Mountains, Korak Mountains, Cyan Mountains. Tanaola Mountains, Euro Mountains, Verkhrotz Mountains, and Yababobinsky Mountains. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm serious. Just the, call them Mountain One. Yeah. Uh, it's covered with all types of animals. There's like birds. There's like, got the hazel grouse. You ever seen the black grouse? Yeah, yeah. That thing's wicked. Looks like big as a turkey. Yeah. Then you got mammals. You got moose, bacter camel. Then you got the wescent, the European bison. Red deer, wild boar, Siberian roe deer, Manchurian wapiti, which wapiti is elk, Siberian muskeer. Then you get carnivores are gray wolf, tundra wolf, arctic fox, red fox, snow leopard, amur leopard, Siberian tiger, Eurasian lynx, and phallus and phallus cat. I wonder if that's like a Maine Coon cat or something. I think they're similar. Then you got all, then you got like fourteen braids of weasel. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Then the big one, the Ursids, they're Asian black yeah. bear, brown bear, polar bear, and the ever indomitable short faced bear. Yeah. Uh, which I believe is actually there. I, I do too. I don't think they're all gone. You but. ever seen the bear hunting equipment they have in Russia? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know everybody's seen this picture, uh, but you just don't like what the hell? Looks like some guy in a BDSM cow outfit yeah. with like a 
nine inch nails on them. Yeah. That's actually a bear hunting outfit they use in Russia. Yeah. Go hunting bears. It, it, so if yeah. the bear tries to attack him, the bear ain't gonna hang on for very long. Yeah, yeah, it just gets impaled. Yeah, it's, it's pretty ingenious, really, but it's terrifying, man. If you're getting ready, you're like, well, let's get the suit on. Fuck no, man, that is insane. Just but like, yeah, it would definitely keep you away. Yeah, but just think that bear still did hit you. I'd just fucking break your oh, rib. Oh yeah, it's like leather. It's all it is with a bunch of yeah. metal spikes on yeah. it. Yeah, you're still gonna get fucked up. So I would like to but, wear that to a Halloween costume. <laughs> Who are you? I'm pin body, not pinhead. Pin body. What's up, ladies? <laughs> Want to get poked? Yeah, all get right. Poked? Jesus Christ. So now we're gonna go into the interesting stuff. We got the basically Russia's huge, which is scary. But now right. we're gonna talk about all the interesting crap that comes out of Russia. We're gonna talk about. Well, Marty's gonna talk about Lake vodka. Baikal. Vodka. Lots vodka. Of vodka. Then we'll go off each other about because I probably have different information than you. Hopefully. Yeah. Right. Right. I think some stuff you went probably down into more than I did. Like this, Lake Bacall, I, I actually, I find interesting as shit. Because uh, it's just, there's been so much weird that goes on in this place. <laughs> a lot of rumors around it, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, no, this is actually, like, the oldest and deepest lake Freshwater on lake. the planet. Freshwater lake, yeah, on the planet. Uh, you're looking at, overall, it's, like, 395 miles long and you're looking at uh, was it 5,666 uh, 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 feet depth. Yeah, cubic miles of volume yeah. of water it, ba- so. it basically contains 22 to 23% of the world's fresh surface yeah. water uh, this thing now there, yeah. there are some arguments some people are saying that it's actually just from the last ice age, so like eight to ten thousand years, but most of the information and the general consensus is this thing is actually twenty five million year old lake that has been going that long. Uh, well, the reason they kind of back that up is because there's a sediment layer. Yes, that they've done through, and they're like, this is like three hundred feet deep sediment layer. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> that just didn't happen in the last or the last hundred thousand years. From the last right, yeah, they, they, that's. From a lot of shit, living, dying, living, dying, living, dying. For for century upon century yeah. upon century. But yeah, it, it, the general consensus, it's, it is 25 million year old lake. It mm-hmm. is simply the oldest freshwater lake on the planet. Uh, I know deepest points we know of are like 1,700 meters deep, which is a long fucking chunk. Yeah. Uh, it goes, and it, it, it varies depending on where you're at on the lake. Like most lakes have its deeper spots. But it goes from even just like say 300 feet deep to narrower all the way down to this multi multi <laughs> meters of depth. Yes, they got here. The, they said the average depth for taking everything is like 1,642 yes. meters. Which so is I mean, five thousand three hundred and eighty-seven feet, folks. Yeah. and then that's your average, which means there are parts that are deep, deeper, yeah, and parts that are shallower. Now this whole thing is actually. Pretty interesting uh, lake, despite the size, just the sheer size. It has actually been referred to kind of as Siberia's Madagascar. Because mm-hmm. 80, like 80% like eighty of the animal population in and around that lake can only be found at this lake. Yeah. Including, like, the most famous is actually the Bacal seal, which is the only freshwater seal known in the world. Yeah. And that's the only place it is, is at this lake. The The main theory is that however many thousands of years ago that it actually lost its access to the oceans 
these seals got left here and then just adapted to dealing with fresh water, unlike most, which and are no somewhat, predators. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, other <laughs> other than giant sturgeons, which really don't eat. No, they're bottom feeders. Yeah, they're they're big, scary, ugly fucking things. And there have been some pretty goddamn big ones recorded in there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, they're a big, ugly, plated monstrosity of a fish. If you've never seen one, look up a. Their eggs taste terrible. I wouldn't go that far. I don't think. I bad. disagree with you. But, they taste like pure salt, dude. Oh yeah, I like I like that, and they look little poppies, and they're they're delicious. They're disgusting. They're delicious. Disgusting. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, there, there's like I said, eighty percent of the animal population in and around this lake. This is the only place you're gonna find. This type of fish, this seal, these birds, only place these things live. Yep. In just, all the world. It's actually a very, there's actually rumors too. There's a lot of rumors about this. Oh, lake. yeah, yeah. Like it's actually, there's a few islands in it. Yes. And there has been rumors that this is where it's actually Attila the Hunter was buried on one of these islands. Yeah, it's actually the third but, largest island is actually where it was rumored Genghis Khan was actually buried. Yeah, that's what I mean, Genghis. In, yeah. in, in here. But the funny thing is, I'm going to say this, I'm going to raise my flag in the air. You can't study anything on this because it's a UNESCO declared by McCall a World Heritage Site in 1996. Yes. Uh, before that, this was a place where a lot of people came up studying all manner of things. Fucking mineral. Uh, anybody dealing with water stuff was here in dealing with fish. They were up here. Uh, everybody came to this place to look for one thing or another because there's so much uniqueness to it. Mm-hmm. That it, you can't study it anywhere else. This is it. Yeah. This is the only place. This tiny little fucking multi-million gallon fucking... <laughs> you want to go grab pancakes? But yeah, no, like... Uh, uh, no, man, she's good. She's, she's good? Okay. Good. But yeah, no, like in, in the, the lake itself, like in the summertime, when it's... Because a, a lot of it anymore is fed from like the Earl Mountain uh, runoff from the winter. Mm-hmm. And that water, they say, like in you, we get into the first part of summer... You can actually see up to like 300 feet down. It gets so good. It is actually known as the clearest lake in the world, too. Yeah, it, it's insane how far down you can see into this. Uh, but I did, uh, hang on a second. I yeah. just I'm looking at my notes here, and I just noticed something. I, I did put this in the right order. Listen to this. Since 1993, neutrino researches have been conducted at Bacall's Deep Underwater Neutrino Telescope. The Bacall Neutrino Telescope, NT200, is being deployed in Lake Bacall, 2.2 miles from shore at the depth of 1.68 miles. It's consistent of 12 optical nodules. Now what I find interesting is I had them in the wrong order, but then in 96, the UNESCO comes in and closes it all down. Yes. So what did they find in that lake, I wonder? That here's, here's the thing. There is so much weird shit at this lake. Uh, there has long been rumored to be a monster that is swimming in there, much like a, a uh, Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Lake Bacall Dragon, as it's usually called. Uh, but yeah, this uh, people have reported it as a, a large, something like an ichthyosaur, which is the precursor to like alligators, crocodiles. Uh, some of the earlier, like, cave painting depictions of stuff they found carved actually depicted as more of a uh, lizard-like armored back creature and I'm actually thinking that might actually be something else uh, that, that they've gone oh that must be their picture for the dragon 
I, I don't think it is. I think it's something else. Sturgeon? But, uh, yeah. Huh? Sturgeon? They, yeah, yeah, there you go. But yeah, no, I do. I, a lot of people have, have claimed seeing this thing, and it goes back to a lot of the indigenous people who've been there years and years before we started poking shit into the water and microphones and shit. But no, actually, back in the 1980s, they recorded a 30-meter object moving on the lake bed with uh, echolocators. And to this day, they still haven't actually identified what that is. 30 uh, meter, that's 30, 30 meter. foot. Yeah. Holy, that's bigger than your house. Yeah, I, I was <laughs> like, oh, 30 meter, that's not... Oh, wait, no, that no, that's not 30 foot. That's 30 meters. Yeah. <laughs> 30 meters. So, yeah, whatever it was, it was something that was independently moving that they were We should go out. there and go fishing. I'm not I'm not opposed to going out there, man. It, it's a re- there's a lot of pretty there's a lot of pretty area in Lake Pacal, man. It is freaking out. There's no fish in there. It would be there's some really cool fish. I think I got the gear for it. Yeah, I think we're we're set, man. I just got some new gloves. We're good. We're good to go, <laughs> man. But yeah, no, um, yeah, like I said, the the stories of the dragon go back centuries. And even now people they they have people that go out there like we have at Loch Ness. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, oh, we're going to go try to find this thing. No actual proof. No. But when you look how much wildlife, there's a whole lot more wildlife to eat than there is at Loch Ness for something big to be eating. Of. Yeah. A whole lot more. Like I'd say at Loch Ness, I'm pretty sure it's just a really big fucking eel. Right. I as think much it is as I, I hate that. Um, to ruin that that uh, romantic idea of that's a big goddamn monster. meal, but it, it makes the best sense actually. Yeah. At this point, we're gonna lose listeners in Scotland by saying they're, that. They're like, oh, who the fuck are they? Fuck off! But we're not uh, gonna lose it for that comment. We're gonna lose it for that shitty accent. Yeah, that might be too, man. I haven't drank enough to be fully Scottish yet tonight. <laughs> I haven't been down to Dempsey's lately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's been a couple of weeks since I've been to Dempsey's. But yeah, no, I mean, there's just so much weird shit's going on in this place. Well. Uh, what? No, okay, one of the more bizarre ones, you probably got this report, but I'll give you a break here, is what happened in 1982 during a routine Soviet military training dive. Yes. While navigating the foreboding aquatic realm, Navy personnel noticed anomalous figures swimming nearby. Perplexed, they watched in bewilderment as several curious creatures approached them. Despite being stationed at a depth of over 164 feet, these humanoids wore no modern equipment. Each done tight-fitting metallic suits complete with a helmet-like apparatus completely covering their head. Upon closer inspection, troopers noticed that aliens were nearly 10 feet tall. Yes. However, the colossal Loch Ness dwellers soon disappeared back into the murky abyss. Following this eerie run-in, the intrigued commander ordered his recruits to capture the, one of the subaquaticus, subaquatic aliens. Seven scuba, seven scuba divers entered the glacial lake and began their harrowing descent. Soon after navigating an elevator of declining temperatures, multiple entities emerged. One, fra- one frogman attempted to catch the unearthly sp- specimen in a large net. At that moment, all hell broke loose for the unexpected flotilla group. Why is he using all these nautical terms that they don't make any damn sense? <laughs> the flotilla is on top of the water. That's why he right, has the name right. flotilla. That's, I was going to say, that's why it says float. Yeah. Suddenly, the non-human broods fought back by shooting intense sonar waves from strange devices. I don't know how that would work, but sonar would that, sonar actually affect you underwater? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, 
Yeah. I'm not a whale, so I yeah, don't know the answer to that. Yeah, it, it'll, it can mess you up. Okay. A powerful force rendered every crew member unconscious and rapidly propelling them to the surface. Catapulting upwards from the extreme death can have devastating effects on our bodies, resulting in a condition called the bends. Three of the squadron were seriously injured but did not succumb to the affliction. The remaining fellows needed immediate transfer to a decompressed chamber. Unfortunately, there was only one ch- chamber in the region and was designed for merely two people at the time. Uh, sheer deprivation, four men entered simultaneously in an event to save their lives. Tragically, this last-ditch effort did not go as planned. Three individuals perished as a result as a result of their superior has has hasty decision. Those who survived the terrifying ordeal would be left with lifelong. There's only one guy left. The person who survived the terrifying ordeal would be left with life-altering disabilities. UFO sightings occurred at a highly rate. Extremely high rate throughout Bacal area. Following the heroin catastrophe, the KGB agents ceased further attempts on the USO unidentified submerged object acquisition. For decades, the horrifying events which transpired remained hidden by high ranking authorities. Vladimir Akasa, former Soviet naval officer and esteemed ufologist, declared Russian government executives recently released declassified files. In these documents, the Bacala aquanauts were described in great detail. Unsurprisingly, Navy commanders have been extensively monitoring numerous underwater vehicles navigating the lake. That's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, such technology capability greatly intrigues them. I wonder why. If engineers could replicate the vessel's inconceivable speeds, unprecedented militaristic advantage would be gained throughout the er- eras. Bacala is no stranger to the UFO mystery. During the late 1950s, a TU jet crashed into the lake after it was pursuing an unknown metallic vehicle. Yep. The frantic pilot raided a distress message to air traffic controllers, informing them of this alleged attack. According to the informants, all staff and duty at the time were forced to sign non-disclosure agreements. I'm pretty sure in Russia they don't have NDAs. They'll probably just say, shut the fuck up or you're going to the Yeah, ground. pretty much. Let's be honest here, folks. You're gone. You're going to be down the street here in that prison in here in Siberia. Where Boris is going to have his way with you. Right. Numerous community fishermen attest to viewing the frightening aerial attack. Anglers describe how a silver flying saucer chased the plane until it plummeted into the water and disappeared from sight. Despite considerable testimonies, no conclusive evidence or official records of this event have ever surfaced. NASA released photos taken from the International Space Station in 2009. Some believe they show the USO submerging emerging from the water. In April 2009, the enigmatic Siberian sector made global headlines yet again. Astronauts aboard an International Space Station photographed two circular convection breaks that thought to be produced by an enormous aquatic craft. One was located near the lake's center, while the other was positioned toward Bacal's southern end. Both appeared to be created by something ascending beneath the ice, beneath the thick, isolating outer layer. A pair of disc-shaped cracks were perfectly symmetrical and astonishingly measured three miles in diameter. These immense fractures were so surprised, making them impossible to manufacture or replicate. Certain researchers believe that NASA-produced images are evidence of spaceships emerging from the dark water below. I don't disagree. Um, I just I disagree on that. I don't think they're emerging from it because there would be no water. But these are making us. I know I've seen pictures of this. It's like a big circular pattern. But if something's coming out of the oh, water, yeah, yeah, there yeah, wouldn't yeah, be any certain. ice there. Yep. It would be like a round hole. Yeah. No. I I, I think the 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 spinning ice circles are are their own weird thing there. Um, I don't even know if that's a paranormal thing. It's just a I think it's weird, more of a natural. Yeah, because it's, it's like in lakes of Minnesota, is occasionally yeah, we get that. Yeah, they say that. Happens like, in other just, places. the ice will just break because there's current that hit an yep. eddy and it just 
Yeah, it just it's a little bit warmer and it just gets a ice going. Yep, and yeah, as as it's going, it smooths out the edges, so it yep. becomes almost this perfect circle. Yep, which is crazy. Uh, going back to the '82 event uh, with with the divers, the the craziest now now this thing was kept under wraps for quite a while uh, until a few years back when it got disclosed by by. Uh, old Russian military stuff being declassified. Yep. And this is one of the things that popped up. I, I think the most interesting part of that is the intelligence's response to this event. They, they basically said, guys, this isn't anything that's otherworldly. Okay, the, the events that happened here, it's not otherworldly. This is completely natural stuff that happened. And I think they're correct. I don't think what they encountered was aliens at all. They flat out told you, no, this isn't otherworldly. We're not dealing with aliens. This this is just a natural thing because it's something that is already here. This mm-hmm. is part of Earth. It's kind of the aquatic ape. Yes, a, an offshoot of one of the aquatic ape fucking branches that, that took off. And I think that's exactly what they saw. I actually think the, the pictures of the, the armored lizard thing that, that people drew however many years ago are actually associated with these people as well. Yeah. Either guard pets, something like that. I would 90% agree with you. Right. But yeah, no, I thought it was very telling. And and there again, it's why I always stress the importance of language and the semantics. Sometimes how they're saying something is actually way more important than what they're saying. And that, that is one of them where they're just like, this is another worldly. We're not looking at UFOs. They're not lying. I don't think. No, I don't think they at are. At all. They're not telling they you. Know the, damn they're well not telling is, you the complete truth. But yeah. not telling you the full story. But this, this is a but natural. Occurrence. I don't think what happened at Bacall was aliens either. I think it was actually something yeah. that's already been there yeah, oh yeah. for e- eons. It's yeah. just like, hey, you came in our territory. Don't fuck with us. We don't yeah, go up we, into the air. We we didn't mess with you guys. We just basically walked away. You came back down chasing deeper after us. Yeah. Sorry, this is what's going to happen. Stay the fuck out of our lake. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I just found it so interesting that that was the line that they used. I was like, oh, you sneaksy fucks, man. You're just being flat out honest with them. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, we're not lying to you. This is not aliens. But that's the awesome thing about the KGB. They can tell exactly what you want to hear, and it's the truth. Straight dead to the truth. Oh, like, yeah. But they'll be like, you're working with the KGB. You're not telling me the truth. Uh, Whatever, uh, dude. Believe what you want. Yeah, yeah no, dude. Say what you want, man. We, we told you it's not aliens. Yeah. We know it's not aliens. But yeah, no, it, it's interesting as shit. But yeah, the the uh, two one forty seven crash isn't isn't really cool. And it's it's shitty. There is no written account of this, but there is the verbal of people who were there and saw that thing get shot down, mm-hmm. basically chased into the ground. Kind of uh, sounds similar to what happened in Lake Michigan. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's very there. There's a lot of similar things in some of these kind of cases of shit that you just. Uh, I, I'm sorry, you just can't yeah. deny that there's something. So what other cool thing about there. Lake Bacall here? I got one thing. I'm gonna wait till the very end to drop. <laughs> you might throw you off a little bit. Uh, right now, there there has long been uh, stories in in the from the locals that there is an area, and this goes back again many many years that there's actually portals to another world that are underneath this certain section of the lake and everyone kind of fucking laughed them off and they're like oh yeah yeah okay there's portals 
ships disappear, all this shit. Uh, well, in the 1930s, we actually started getting better equipment to actually measure the depths and stuff like that through the lake. Well, they started uh, measuring, and one of the deepest spots of this lake is exactly where the local people have been saying there is a vortex. <laughs> and uh, it also happens to be the dead center of one of the tectonic faults underneath that lake. Oh, shit. Is that same area. And they're just like, <laughs> um, it, maybe they're not crazy. No, uh, no, no. But yeah, no, uh, in that same oh. area. Oh, dude. That is, they've been hitting. Oh, I uh, saw something. There are lots of magnetic anomalies that are also occurring at this same area. Yeah. And the, the crazy thing is, the magnetic anomalies over the last 50 years have been growing exponentially. Goddamn, more people. Doubling. Tell you, more people. They, they, they've been doubling in size how big these anomalies are when they burst for the last 50 years. Every time they pop up, it's double what it was. The Remember how I always say, like, karmic law, that they have to tell you what's actually going on. Right, right, right. It's kind of weird that a couple years ago they mentioned there's a giant underwater ocean underneath their plate maybe this yes. is one of the accesses to it and the mole people actually are water based living in this giant ocean and they just come to Pacala's or summer house yeah it could be or their winter they winter they come up hunting fucking the exotic sturgeon that they don't have down there or the seals or the seals for something that all I'm saying but yeah no this uh, Lake McCall is also known for really weird ship di- disappearances just like people going out I'm just not, not back. coming back. They're, they're just gone. Uh, they said uh, t- two of them are like the biggest. Uh, uh, Cape Righty is is really a big one for ships just disappearing off of there. Uh, let's see, uh, and uh, the island of Olcone, which I think is the second biggest island, or maybe the biggest, uh, is known as Devil's Crater because it just. It just sucks everything just, in. It eats ships. There's no, nothing left. They're just gone. Uh, the most recent one was actually in 2011. Really? In June 16th, uh, a Yamaha pleasure boat took off. Yeah. Uh, it was four guys, very experienced sailors. They were actually testing out a new motor on this boat. They're like, yeah, we're going to take it out, see how it does, tune it like you do. And these guys are really experienced. Uh, they, they take the, the ship out and pretty quickly lose contact. Nobody hears from them. A fog had rolled in off of that island. Uh, people trying to call their cell phones were basically getting, this phone is not in service, like it was no longer in a service. <laughs> Jesus. And, and it just, they're like, what is going on? The, the fog rolls fuck? out. Ship's not seen. They, they have no idea where they are. They sent search and rescue crews out looking all over the place for this thing. Never found any of the four sailors. Never found wreckage. Never found anything on this. And it, it, it was a new boat. Just simply Lord. vanished. No cell phone records. They don't exist. It's like the, the things were completely cut off. Like they said, yeah, people were trying to call them going, hey, you okay out in the fog out there? And that's what they were getting was like when you call into a place that has no service. <laughs> yep. And they're like, um, how do they not have service? <laughs> we, we, we have towers right out here. They should have service. Nothing. Just vis- disappeared without a trace. That's fucked up. The craziest is some of the reports of things that reappear. 
What? No. There are reports. Shit, don't 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 even go down this road. Shit, well, don't no, no. here, dude. There there are some that could maybe if they were in a more populated area, I I could explain off. Uh, but yeah, they, there's occasionally they've seen trains, like out into the water and then disappear. What? Large ships, buildings they've seen appear on the so, water. Hang on a second. So you're telling disappear. me how the Polar Express is going across Ooh, right, the lake. Right, right. The Butthole Express is, is flying across the lake. My butthole's puckering talking about this. <laughs> but yeah, no, they actually had uh, a castle one time that some people had said they saw a castle appear out on the water and then... They just got done watching Conan the Destroyer. Dude. Right. Sorry. I'm, now, not, I'm not making fun of this, folks, but just it's just blowing my mind. I'm like, I'm just trying to... Now, now, some of them have explained this off as kind of like you do see on the Great Lakes, where you get the right atmospheric conditions. Yeah, you get that and, and the image of Chicago's skyline will appear out on the Great Lakes. Yep. There are no castles right around Lake Bacall to have so this well. happen. Yeah. There are no trains just maybe, hanging out. Maybe. Now, there is a track that goes around part of that. Which I guess maybe the train could, because yeah. there has been train wrecks there. But some of the crazier ones is is different stories of dudes going out on their fishing boats, and they're missing for like 10, 12 hours. They show back up, and they're like, no, we've been gone for an hour. Yeah, they've been gone for 12. They feel like they've only been gone for an hour or two come back it's pitch black and people have been looking for them <laughs> they're like no we were just out fishing we've been gone like two hours they're like no no you've been gone 14 <laughs> you know <laughs> i was like oh fuck and yeah they have no recollection of being anywhere else they were out on the water fishing but wherever they were time was going much different than it is where they came from i will put it that way yeah uh yeah i i think Again, you're, you're having something like a portal popping where they're going through. They're just out on the water and you can't see shit. I, I, I didn't find any of that cool shit you're talking about. I thought yeah, that, I'd say with the basics of Mario. See, well, yeah, Mario I, went down the rabbit hole this I, time. I, I did. On, on Bacall, because I started digging through stuff. They're like, oh, on, on this wreck of these ships. I'm like, oh, okay, what, what the hell? Yeah, a whole list of these weird just ship stuff. I was like, oh, what the fuck? Um, I hadn't heard of this shit before. Well, that's because... Here, I... I got something for you. Get this. At Lake Pacal, the people have a tradition which is connection, in a connection with this region which they implicitly believe. They say that Christ visited this part of Asia and ascended this summit, which yes. he looked down upon all the region above. After blessing the country to the northward, he turned toward the south, and looking across Pacal, he waved his hand, exclaiming, Beyond this there is nothing. Thus, they account for the sterility of the of Dura, which is said, when it where it is said, no corn will grow. Yes. So Jesus Christ actually cursed these people. In, in, the, in the locals, the folks, this is yeah. what the locals actually believe. Yeah. No, there there are a lot of stories that he had had come up there and and had been to the north side and was like, oh, this is a, a promised land. This is a bounty, but to the south, that is a dead lands. That's that. That is nothing. You do not go there. I found that it's, it's like it's just like one little blurb <coughs> saying that. And I'm yep. like, and it's hidden in a whole different area. Oh like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Wait, I, I came across that. And I was like, like, oh, in- interesting. I was like, maybe. Why not? I mean, you just went wandering all over, man. Like, oh, yeah. why not? Yeah, it is. It is kind of odd that yeah, no, that that whole south southern end is 
the land is just shit. On that southern end, it's just all garbage. Shit doesn't grow for nothing. Northern end, bountiful, beautiful, plants growing everywhere. Uh, no, man, I don't. I don't know. That I, I, it is a lake I would really like to go check out. Oh, big, man. big plots of water do creep me out. Even the Great Lakes, but there is so much cool shit there. Not, not even getting into the weird stuff, just the natural stuff that's around that lake. Yeah. It'd just be incredible to go see. Summertime, that super... If you've never been in really deep, clear water, it, it is mind-blowing how, how cool that is. There are actually chunks of uh, water up on our west side of our, our state, out in the Black Hills, that are, are hill-fed, super, super pure water. What's a deer appearing, peeing in them. It, right. But yeah, it's, it's all off of, of mountain runoff. And I, I remember being out there as a kid, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, that's... And you could just see the bottom, see fish. And, and looking at it, you're like, oh, yeah, it's, like, probably three foot deep. They're like, no, that's actually 28 foot. <laughs> like, it's so clear you can see in it. That, that distorts your, your vision. Your depth perception, it yeah. And it's just like, holy shit, are you serious? They're like, oh, yeah, that's... You go right down there. It's way over your head. It's about 27 foot right in here. It's like... And that's kind of how that whole lake is. Yeah. When you get into that first part of spring and summer... Just crystal clear for hundreds of feet, just looking down. It's kind of like being down in the uh, Caribbean, where it's just crystal oh, yeah, clear. Oh yeah, yep, yep. And it's just, it's like, oh, that isn't that bad. Yeah, no, that's fifty feet down. That's where that reef is from where we are. It's like, oh my. <laughs> I God. know exactly how that feels. Oh, it's just terrifying. It really kind of is. It's pretty, but it's just kind of scary. Cause it's like, oh God. That's, I don't. Because I was over in a life preserver, and I'm like, I just get in the water. Can't but, be that deep. They're like. Uh, whatever, like, get me the fuck out of the water. I can't swim. Time, time to hook me up, man. I gotta, I gotta get pulled out of here. And they're probably this. thinking, why did this white guy jump into the fucking water that can't swim? <laughs> Crazy white man. You want some weed? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, right. man, I do. I do need some weed. <laughs> now I need some. No, after done this. Jesus <laughs> Christ, no, I don't need that. What's that shiny thing over there? Oh, it's a barracuda, man. It's fine. It, no, it's not fine. It's a fucking six foot killing fish. God damn it, it's not fine. Well, we're going to talk about one more thing, because this is actually getting really long. This is definitely going to be a three-part episode. Oh, yeah, it, it's looking like it might yeah. turn that way. We're going to talk about my favorite thing that's ever happened there, as of today, oh. the Tunguska event. Yes. Or incident. This, yeah. Um, basically, the Tunguska event, or as it's more form, occasionally called the Tunguska incident, was an approximately 12-megaton explosion that occurred near the Podkamania Tunguskan River in whatever, Yeniski, government. On the morning of June 30th, 1908, the explosion over sparsely populated eastern Siberia taiga flattened an estimated 80 million trees over 830 square miles of forest. The eyewitness report suggested that at least three people may have died in the event. The explosion is generally attributed to a meteor airburst. The atmospheric explosion of a stony asteroid of about 100 to 160 to 200 feet in size. But do you know where this is located from Lake Bacall? Uh, no, actually, I'm not. It's exactly straight sure. north, probably about 50 miles. Really? Yeah. Because if you look at, I'm, I'm guessing, but it looks like it's just straight north of Lake right. Bacall that we've been talking about. And then that's the most common theory of what's going on with Nerebus, but do you know there's yes. another one? I, there is a newer one that yep. has popped up, which I find terrifying but yeah. really really cool but i don't believe that's what happened because there would have been a crater yeah, yeah. Uh, i i don't know 
Well, the one we're talking about is the geophysical hypothesis. Uh, at least one I am. All right. The scientific consensus is that Tunguska air explosion was caused by the impact of a small asteroid. There are some dissenters that astrophysicist Wolfgang Kunt has proposed that the Tunguska event was caused by the release and subsequent explosion of 10 million tons of natural gas from within the Earth's crust. Oh, see, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, the basic idea <coughs> is the natural gas leaked out of the crust, crust then rose to its equal density height in the atmosphere. From there, it drifted downwind in a sort of a wick, which eventually found an ignition source, such as lightning. Once the gas was ignited, the fire streaked along the wick and then down to the source of the leak in the ground, whereupon there was an explosion. Uh, I don't I don't know on that, man. Uh, yeah, maybe? I, I don't know. I know there was heat produced off of this because there were people that actually reported something in the sky. Mm-hmm. going down at this time or going across the sky and there were people that felt heat from this um I, I don't remember hearing that there was thunderstorms to ignite a giant I have cloud. if you look up the basic information on like yeah. web you don't they don't mention anything about thunderstorms or anything right that was just a summer evening for them when yeah. this happened there's nothing new no the other one I'd seen is that it actually wasn't a, a small asteroid that burst in our air, but a larger asteroid that actually had skipped off and is actually still circling in our fucking galaxy. Awesome sauce. And that is what, and it, it once it broke through that, caused that explosion and then kept going, which is why, because like the, the biggest problem I have with it being a small asteroid exploding, they've never really found... A crater. Really, well, not even just the crater. They're, they're not even finding any chunks of rock that would be from an asteroid or meteorite other than little pieces that are like two millimeter big. That's where you come in with the theory that they say it was a mini comet. <laughs> right, right, right. <coughs> Which right, once it hit the atmosphere, exploded like yes. Treblinska, Treblinsky. That yep. was a comet. Just smaller one exploded, it all and melts away. Yeah, it, it, it in essence evaporates. It, yeah. it burns itself up. Which it possibly could be. I mean, it would explain some of the heat and everything that people had explained mm-hmm. uh, watching that, feeling the heat from a blast. The The crazy thing with Tunguska, when I first saw the pictures of the forest, which actually didn't get taken until years later, uh, people at 1908 really didn't investigate this. or even they didn't go know look. about it. Yeah, they didn't even go look where this It wasn't until the 20s yeah. where we started looking. And yeah, the trees are still blasted down. Almost, you know, about 12 years later. Uh, but yeah, I had always thought it had happened a lot longer ago as a, as a kid mm-hmm. than 1908. That's not but really like, that long. It, it's not. 92 years. It was one of those things where Whatever. I was like, oh, this is one of those stories of 1700, which is why I was confused when I'd find pictures of it. I'm like, how did they get pictures of this from 200 years ago? That's mm-hmm. fucked up. Well, until I got a little bit older and a little, you know, more fucking smarter with how the world works. But I was like, oh, 1908. Yeah, fuck, that's not really that long ago. No. That's how they had pictures. Yeah, and if, yeah, the 20s, they went out and actually found this and went, holy shit. <laughs> this is what caused that giant fucking sound blast fucking 10 miles away. Because, yeah, that, I mean, there were, there were waves of this that hit uh, lots of parts of Europe when this thing went off. I mean, that's how big that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, nobody really knew what it was. They were just oh, like, no, there, that's there, weird. There's somebody out there that knows who it was. 
And it wasn't an asteroid, and it wasn't a comet. <laughs> oh, no. It was actually that stolen thing from Hellboy, from the uncut version. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. No, but I want to talk to you about now these, I'm talking about some of the indigenous people that live around the area. Yep. Sorry about the interruption again, folks, but we got shit going on here. We work in the real world. Now, Marty, are you ready for my little rabbit hole journey I went on to? And I didn't even plan this. Oh, it just no. kind of dates. even worse. I was looking up stuff about the Tegmusa <laughs> glass. Oh, yeah. One yeah. little thing caught my, one little paragraph caught my attention. Oh, God. And it just led me down this fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, great. And these folks got to listen to me babble. <laughs> the, the, the hole of fun. Yeah. What, what is that? The, the glory hole. <laughs> Yeah, down, down our Tim Guska glory <laughs> hole. All right. Now, there's a lot of indigenous be- people in Russia. Yes. And the two we're going to talk about, first one we're going to talk about is the Kets. Okay. The Kets are an ind- indigenous people living in Siberia and considered one of the smallest exit groups in the region. Their appearance, language, and traditional semi-nomadic lifestyle has left scholars confused about their origins, with some suggesting a connection to the indigenous tribes of North America. The, what they're implying to is they're as they're they'll get into it, but they're actually maybe part of the Dene tribe. Oh. The funny thing about that is where do the Dene tribe live? Where do they live? We did an episode on it. I know we did. The these Dene people are actually from the Valley of the Headless. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. There's even cat folklore that say they came from outer space. What is the true origin of the seemingly unusual people? The word cat can be translated to man or man or man, and is a modern name of particular Siberian extra. Prior to this, however, there are they they were known as Osteox or Yinsi Osteox, a Turkic word, a Turkic, a Turkish word <laughs> meaning outsider, a reflection of the area that they where they lived. The kits, cats originally settled in the middle and lower basin of the Yinsi River, which is located in the Tory, territory of the modern Kazanrak territory of the Siberia Frederick Russian district. Traditionally, they lead a nomadic lifestyle, hunting and trading furs of animals such as squirrels, fox, deer, hare, and bear with Russian traders. They built tents out of wood, birch bark and skin, bred deer, and fished from canoes. Many of these activities are practiced to this day. Boats of the Yense Osiak are prepared from, to sail from Samorkova, while the cat population remains unremarkably, re, remained remarkably stable at around 1,000 throughout the 20th century. The number of cat speakers have gradually been declining. This language is unique because it is considered a living linguistic fossil. Big words I cannot talk to. (laughs) Linguistic research conducted in the cat language has led to the theory that these people is somehow related to some of the Native American tribes of North America and the latter migrated from Siberia many millennia ago. The culture of this very small tribe is fraught with many mysteries and secrets, like many other people of the western Siberia. The Kets animate the world around them, considering it to be alive. As an unambiguous missionaries, the Russian Orthodox Church did not try to change this belief. But nothing came good of this venture. The Kets have still retained their ancient beliefs. Kets live in a harsh but surprisingly beautiful region, and at the present time have retained a careful, sometimes even reverent attitude towards the nature around them. It was inherited by these people from distant ancestors. The tiny settlements of Kets are located mainly on the banks of the middle and lower reacher of the Yense. Alas, the history of the people was lost in the thickness of time. Only legend remains. This is the Ket folklore. According to one Ket legend, the Kets are aliens who came from the stars. According to another legend, the Kets originally settled in southern Siberia, either in the region of, of, the, of the Alta or Sanya Mountains, or between Mongolia and Lake Bakal. 
Hmm. However, the arrivals of the invaders in this area forced the cats to flee the Siberian taiga in the north. Legends say that these invaders were Tistadaks, or stone people, who have been who may have been one of the people who formed the early steppes. Confederation of Huns. It is also assumed that these people were nomadic reindeer and horse breeders. The mysterious language of the cat. It can be said that the most intriguing aspect of the cat people is their language. To begin with, the cat language is unlike any other language spoken in Siberia. In fact, this language belongs to a group language group known as Yensi, which consists of a number of related languages that were spoken in the Yensi region. Apart from the cat, all languages and their families are now extinct. The Yug language, for example, was declared extinct in 1990, while the rest, including Kotik and Erin, became extinct by the 19th century. There is a fear that the Ket language will die out in the future. According to census taken in the 20th century, the Ket population remained stable for decades, neither increasing nor de- decreasing. However, it is alarming the number of Kets able to speak their native language is declining. For example, in 1989 census, 1,113 Kets were registered. However, only about half of them could speak Ket. And the situation was getting worse. As an Al Jazeera report from 2016, for example, argued that there may be only a few dozen people left who are fluent in cat, and most people were 60 years old. Wow. <coughs> See, now, that's one little thing. It's like they're, they're settling on Lake Bacal. Right. So, that lets me, like I said, you got the Kanduskan Blast, and you have Bacal, which is fairly close to each other. Then this led me to another indigenous group called the Even Kiss. The Even Kiss, basically, in Central Liberia, the Even Kiss, who lived there, say that there was no meteorite. What happened was the appearance of Agdi, the god of thunder, a ferocious bird with wings of steel who made his wife the water. The Even, the Even Kiss deity is visit the 19, visit is a 1908 result in an earthquake of a magnitude of 0. .50, which fell every tree for dozens of kilometers and left a dozen sinkholes up to 50 meters diameter. So the Evenkist indigenous people are saying that it was one of their gods, the god of thunder. Thor came down and was not happy. Agbi, Agdi, the god of thunder. And they get what's the, the picture is a fierce bird with wings of steel. Yeah. Which came to visit his wife, the water. Ah, interesting. So if you look at that, it's an allegory or metaphor. I don't know. Right, right, right. It's basically something came down, went into the water, and when it took off or it tried to hit the water, it was off. Which led me to this, <laughs> another language, another folklore of the even kiss. It's called Gagana. Gagana is a miraculous bird with an iron beak and copper claws featured in Russian folklore. She is said to live on but on the Bunya Bun, Bayan land island. The bird is often mentioned in incantations. Also said to be the guardians, bird guards the altar, considering Garfana the snake. Oh my God! Why did I even pick this? <laughs> but that makes uh, sense. I can it's easier right. to According to Tatiana Bynova, by, by all birds in the world originated from Gagana. Gagana knows how to conjure work miracles, and she is also asked if she can help a person. This person is the only. This bird is oh Christ, folks! I am so sorry. This is gonna be a sucky episode. <laughs> I am not drinking either. Maybe I need to drink more. Yeah, well, maybe. This bird is also the only one capable of giving milk. Now look at the milk. Milk is like nutrients that we need right. as we're a baby. Now Bunya is where the land, the island, we're going to talk about that now. Bunya, 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 yeah, it's like a bunion. 
In Dove's book and other medieval manuscripts, Bunya, Russian, sometimes translates to Bunja. It is described as a mysterious island in the ocean with the ability to appear and disappear with the tide. Three brothers, northern, western, and eastern winds, lived there. And also Zora, solo goddess who was a servant of the daughters in Sologar Dashbog. The island of Bunya features prominently in many famous myths. Kosheki the Deathless keeps his souls of immortality hidden there, secret inside a needle, placed inside an egg in a mystical oak tree. Other legends call the island the source of all weather, generating there and sent forth into the worlds by the god Pirun. Banya also appears in the tale of Tassara Sultan of his son, the renowned and mighty Bargardy Prince Jivadan, Sultan Egg, and the beautiful Princess Swan. An opera by Mikhail Rimsky Korsha is set partially to the Timuraka and the Banya magical city of Lindadets. Basically, these people that even kiss believe that this Banya place is real. Bunya has the mystical stone with healing and magical powers known as the Alater, which is guarded by the bird Gagana and by Garfini the serpent. Now we're going to talk about the rock, the Alatar, which is this mystical rock that basically has magical powers of healing and all that. The Alatar in Eastern Slavic legends and folklore is a sacred stone, the father of all stones, the navel of the earth containing sacred letters endowed with healing properties. Although the name Altair appears in only in Eastern Slavic sources, the awareness of the existence of such stone exists in various parts of Slavdom, which means all of Europe. It is often mentioned in stories or referred to in Lust Bells as a mighty force that has no end. In the Dove book, the Altair is associated with an altar located in the navel of the world, in the middle of the world ocean on Banya Island. On it stands the world tree. The stone is endowed with healing and magical powers. Spiritual verses describe how from under the white altar stone flows a miraculous source that gives the whole world food and healing. Altar is guarded by the wise state Garfina and the bird Gagna. Now, <laughs> I know this, folks, it sounds like a best battle, but it'll make sense. The stone is usually called Altar. Sometimes the white stone or blue stone altar has an uncertain etymology. The name has been compared with the word altar and to the town of Altar, according to Oglik Trubinovsky. The word altar is, a, is of Slavic origin and related to the Russian word of amber. According to Victor Mata, the word altar derives from the ironic word white verding and the efta white stone clag and stone original name. The most precious and miraculous stone, stone of all stones, is the Russian folklore. Altar. And undoubtedly, Altar is liked or derived from the meaning Lavatin stone, which is said to be amber. Now, we're going to go back to Bunya. This island, Bunya, is actually a real place. Scholars have tracked it down, and they actually think it's Rugen, Germany. R U G E N. Really? That's what they're saying. From <coughs> these people, the Evencast, that way over to Duska, it's right. a thousand miles away. They know of this place because they were told about it, and they, they're describing Rügen, Germany. And you know what's really cool about Rügen, Germany? Mm. What oceans are around it? Or seas? I mean, the wet ones. The wet ones, yeah. The funny thing is, the Baltic Sea is part of Germany. Yeah. And what's the Baltic Sea for, famous for in this crypto conspiracy type oh, world? Oh, man. The Baltic Sea Anonymous. The Baltic mm. Sea anomaly is a feature visible on an indistinct sonar taken by Peter Lindbergh, Dennis Egberg, and their Swedish Odyssey next diving team, 
While treasure hunting on the floor of the northern Baltic Sea at the center of the Gulf of Bothnia in June 2011, the team suggests their sonar image shows an object of unusual features of seemingly non-natural origin, prompting speculation in the tabloid newspaper that the object was a sunken UFO. Now follow me here, folks. 1908, Tunguskan Blast. The even kissed people say no. They saw what it was. Right. And it was their god because it looked like a bird, spaceship, trying to hit in our atmosphere. The spaceship was trying to go to Lake Bacal. Something threw it off. It hit there and skipped like a stone all the way to the Baltic Sea where it landed. Because if you look at the Baltic Sea anomaly, it's just not stationary. There is actually a trail to where yeah. it skidded to a stop. Yeah. So I bet you that's what it is. It's part of this ship that mm. caused the Tunguska blast because the Evacus. I always believe indigenous people know what they saw. They may not explain it the best. They're using use metaphor and allegory to explain what they saw because that's all they know. They don't know about airplanes, especially in Russia. Yeah. So that's what it is. The Tunguska Black was actually an explosion from the Baltic Sea anomaly where it, before it landed. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah, this is the deep rabbit hole I went down to. And I'm sorry, Jesus, folks. I apologize. I did not think ahead and think about, oh, there's a lot. Of, this should be easy. I can read it in my head easily just saying it's not the same. Right, 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 right. No, anybody who hasn't seen the the, the anomaly, go look it up. It, it looks like kind of like the Millennium Falcon, but kind of. But. Yeah, it, it definitely doesn't appear to be uh, natural. Oh, if you uh, listen to geologists, it's completely Oh, natural. yeah, yeah, no. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it, you are correct. There, there is what looks like a trench going up to where this is. I cannot find. I, there's no way to tell what direction it came from, so I cannot yeah. verify. Because if it if it went from there and lined up with Tunguska, right. just like that, I'd be like, that's it. Yeah, I can't. It, I don't have what direction that gouge in the sea floor is from the bottom. It, is yeah, from. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, because I, I don't know exactly how that's uh, aligned, orientated. It yeah. would be interesting to uh, know which direction it faced. Right. That would be really interesting, actually, to be able because to see it happened in Roswell too. Because there's people like, oh, we shot down. I'm like, no. But that would explain, too, if that a magnetic anomaly from Lake Bacal threw it off and it missed. It's like when airplanes come and land, they have a landing they have a yes. landing beacon. If that's off, you're SOL, you're diving into the ground. Yeah, yeah. And this could be the same thing. Like, oh, shit, we're diving in the ground. And they they move their ship too fast and something broke. And it's, they skip like a rock and end right. up in the Baltic Sea. Well, yeah, you hit maybe back up enough into the stratosphere. Just yeah. like, whoop, whoop. Uh, that's fucking interesting. Or they tried to hold on to it and just couldn't any farther. Yeah, that's that's my rabbit hole for the days, folks. Oh man, <laughs> no that that is interesting as hell. Actually, that is an interesting idea. But the only reason I found about that whole legend led me down to that. Yeah, is because one little paragraph. I'm like, even guess. I'm like, oh, and they're like, oh, they talk about this. I'm like, wait, then it just clicks in my right. scattered brain. No, that uh, that is an interesting theory, actually. But uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Ah, oh, that is fucking interesting. Now I'm really irritated that we don't know the orientation of actually globally positioning how this yeah, thing is. Yeah, that'd be that almost line that would almost make it easier to say yay oh, or yeah. nay. Because if that trend is lined up, let's say left to right instead yeah. of north. Right, of, yeah, and east north, to west. East to west instead of north to south. And if it lines up with the Tunguska blast, it can make a straight line, and the trench lines up with it down. Oh, right. I'm like, 
My theory holds very little water, about thimble of water, but it's pretty close. Right. It, it, this, at least this part is lining up uh, to say. It's like I said, that what drew me to it is they, they all this research on the Tegucigal Blast, yeah. that one little thing. And these even kissed the indigenous people said, no, it wasn't a meteorite. It was their god in their space. It was their god in their chariot or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, the, I'm like, what? The what? bird that makes sense. with steel wings. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, especially in 1908, uh, flying things yeah. in that area particularly. I mean, flying was still a brand new fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And certainly in the middle of Siberia, they're not going to be able to explain it as, oh, yeah, that looks like <coughs> the fucking Wright's new ship. Because uh, they don't know anything about that. you got to understand, this is pre-internet, pre-TV news. You know, I mean, you the only way you found out about things is if you heard it from somebody that was there. Or you saw it. Radio, which I don't know is they had a lot of radio that they were picking up over in Siberia. Or newspapers, which, again... I don't know how many papers were getting. Well, actually, if you had like newspapers, like whatever happened in New York, so it would take like a week to get. Oh to, yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff take. that even even a lot of times when the new president, it would be weeks before people out this far where we are. Even today, it takes weeks for us it. to get news. Well, yeah, photos. yeah, yeah. No, the last few, it's been taking it's been taking weeks for us to figure that out too. But uh, yeah, no, I mean it, it would be a month or two before you even knew who the president actually was. Yeah. Because that you just didn't, you didn't have that that uh, information travel like we do now. Uh, yeah, no, because I mean they probably had no idea what that people had even started coming up with things that flew. Perfect example too, because if you look at uh, during World War Two, was it? Then Polynesian Islands had never oh, seen an airplane, and this airplane yeah. lands on. And they think it's their god because that's what they have a depiction of their god as. Yeah, and they it, start it, worshiping this airplane. Yeah, these, oh, they, yeah. The Air Force leaves and they build an airplane out of wood. Yes. And worship it as a god. Yeah. Because it actually landed on their island. Yeah, because they, they were like, oh, we're the blessed ones. So like, no, you, man, that's, we just needed to just, dump But that thinking off. alone, if you look at it too, I, that's why I'm more gear, geared to, like, they actually saw a UFO skip across yes. our atmosphere and it's in the Baltic Sea right now. Right. And and there again, I mean, if, if it's coming in a little too hot... If, if something's off of, of where it thinks it's supposed because to be. Because of the vortexes you were talking about. It, it's going to hit, and, and yeah, that is going to create an atmospheric uh, combustion. It, it Basically, it's think. a sonic yeah. boom. Yeah, a, a massive uh, <laughs> sonic blast as it's going, fuck, and flying back out of here. Uh, uh, that is interesting as shit. Yeah, I, uh, damn it. Now that's just going to irritate <laughs> me that I don't know the alignment of that. Better go figure that out. That's your yeah, that's right. Your We're gonna have to start fucking looking at that. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's an interesting theory, man. It really is. It's I, I, I like crazy that. Shit. That's kind of cool. That is a cool idea. It's much more exciting than well, it's just a little asteroid that kind of blew up. Uh, nope. You know, made a giant fucking explosion. But uh, yeah, we can't really find chunks of it. So, yeesh. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't even uh, really get into some of the other stuff. No, we didn't. We, we have a whole list of stuff that I haven't even really even dug into full no. research we on We haven't hit the Death Valleys of Siberia no, or uh, any other weird but shit. yeah, we, we can get on to that. Uh, yeah, as I was going to say, I've got a few things on uh, the Dyatlov Pass stuff. And, I didn't uh, even touch that because I'm so sick of t- listening to podcasts. Right, there's a lot of people have done it, which is why the, I have... What, the new one. The new one is like, I'm just trying to spoil this, but the new theory out there is that they all dropped acid. 
Oh, really? I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, yet. they all dropped. Like, yeah, the, I, I they, pretty they, much just got like basic facts on. They just dropped. They just they dropped the brown acid, the bad acid, and they all killed each other. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's why you look like you got ran into by a car because you're <laughs> just just goddamn it. No, it's uh, yeah, no. There's there, there's a lot of shit in, in Siberia, man. Yeah. It just is. It, it's just, and and I think some of that I think also is made more mysterious just by how desolate it really is. Um, we don't have people constantly there, so when weird things do happen and you hear about it, it's like, oh, that's really fucking weird. If we're hearing about it, you know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, <coughs> excuse me. But yeah, some of that stuff. Uh, like I said, I, I fell into Lake Bacall pretty hard. I mean, there, there's a lot of stuff I've looked in, into that before. And yeah, there was shit I was finding this time that I hadn't seen before. I was like, I never heard about, it's, especially the Yamaha plant. That, how? Because I'm trying to think of. There's actually been reports of that. Even on the Great Lakes stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where ships go in the fog and don't come back out. I'm like, yeah, I hate that because yeah. I think it's even came to some mess. That's it. That's all I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, 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 I mean, which is why I think I enjoyed things like uh, Carpenter's The Fog film. Yeah. That's the good. original, not the shitty remake they did in 09 or whatever. But, uh, and, and The Mist. Because it, it's like, it is that unknown. And there were lots of mornings as a kid, like around here, you get into like early spring, first parts of summer. Our weather is really fucked up, but you will have like super thick fog, and I mean you can't see shit. But it it does if you've ever been in really thick fog. And I'm talking EU UK because I know you guys get a lot of it. That's all. That's UK is just covered in fog, isn't it? It general? is. It's fog and sadness and and, and uh, biscuits, bangers and mash and, and biscuits. But uh, uh, but yeah, I mean it is thick fog is a really creepy thing because you swear you can see things moving in it. And it is just the light and the fog itself, yeah. I believe. Um, but it's I'm like, the, okay, let's go back to the UK. The Celtics and the Druids oh, all yeah. believe that the fog, where there's a fog, it was a passage, it was easier access to the other planes. Yes. And I believe that because you, I've been in fog and I'm oh, like, I'm yeah. like, there's some, you see, you know it's not going to hurt you, but you do see certain things and you just, it's, everything sounds different. Yes, it, 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 uh, messes with sound, the direction of where sound is. Uh, things could be quite a ways away, and it sounds like it's all around you. Uh, it, it, it throws sound off. Visual. And again, like I said, I, I, I want to hope that it's just that that mix of light and thickness and thinning of, of the fog. Of the veil. But yeah, no, you can... It, there are a lot of times where it seems like, holy shit, there's something that's, moving that's why right I... past my vision. Because that's why I keep thinking about that Yamaha, that boat that destroyed yeah. the fog. If it would have crashed, there would have been an explosion, or you would have found debris, or it just well, yeah. would have made a noise because you would have heard it. Yeah, there Because sound been... carries over water very well. <coughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, I've been on a big stone in that lake at the YS Park. Oh, yeah. And there's people, like, on the other side of the lake, and I can barely see their house, but I can hear, almost hear the conversation. Yeah. It, and their it, music they're playing. Yeah, it, it's not quite able to hear what they're saying, but you... You can make out You can talking. make it out. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, After no, playing that crappy to, country music, that just carries. Oh yeah, everything. no, that just it breaks through everything. It's awful. Yeah, the best part of other countries is they really don't have our country music. Uh, oh. But uh, no, it, it's just weird that that a, a ship like that is just going to go and disappear. You think you would have found something, even if the thing went under? Life jackets. There, there, yeah, there's there's stuff that's loose on a boat. It's not all tied down like fucking, you know, 16th century 
life depending on it. They went out to test this thing. Anything that was laying around on there on deck. The vodka bottles would have floated to the surface. Right, right. Something would have shown up. Nothing. There's no wreckage. No, that sounds like no. the beginning of a couple of bad B movies I've seen where they go in the Bermuda Triangle, oh, yeah, hit a yeah, fog, yeah. and it's like all of a sudden, oh, there's a dinosaur! Ah! Yeah, which yeah, I enjoy that film, but <laughs> just because it's it's just cheesy. And, and every time I think about Bacall and the, the the things that are said there, ten feet tall, my mind flashed back to the movie Cold Skin. Uh, that instantly yes. what my mind goes to of what them creatures actually look like. Hell yes. Humans are notorious for trying to figure out how big something is. Yes. And I always get I always flash back to that Cold Skin movie, which is an awesome, creepy ass movie. Amazing. That movie is the Aquatic Ape. If you have your chance, it's called Cold Skin. Yeah, it's relatively new. This is the last But few it didn't years hit that big out. in the theaters. Oh no, it, it did shit. It's like, I actually ended up coming across it. Uh, I don't remember where I, I fucking watched it, but I was like, eh, that sounds interesting enough. And there wasn't even really that much of an explanation. Oh, something creepy on this island. I was like, ah, fuck it, I'm in. Fantastic it is. movie. It's so good. Oh, my God. It's it's actually, I think, on Amazon for free right yeah, now. Yeah, it's on one of them, because I've seen it again just recently. I was yeah, I thought it was on there. I was like, oh, did I see? Oh, I do know this movie. Yeah, I watched this like a year ago. Yeah, fantastic goddamn film. So yeah. much better than it should have been. For as low a budget, really, as, as the thing had. I can't it. think of the main actor, the crazy one, the first, yeah. like, first Lighthouse guy. I can't think of his name. He's, it, it's, he's on a lot of movies. Yeah, it, it, if you like like weird, creepy, kind of monster-type movies. It's an, era, it's an era piece, too. So it's yeah. uh, during like the 1800s when the people had to go yeah. back and forth to Lighthouse. But, but it definitely has kind of like that, that tense paranoia where it's not a lot of people. You're on this little island. Two Lighthouse guys, basically, in different sections. And and it's it's very very good. I, I cannot. Recommend Speaking it of high about. attention movies, you know, since it's winter here, oh, yeah, yeah. the thing, John Carpenter's oh, thing. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a Spanish-made TV series I just started watching. It's called The Head. Oh. And it takes place in Antarctica. It starts off. I've only got through the first episode. Then my kid walks. I'm like, you don't need to no, watch yeah, this. No, stuff. you're not watching this, man. What happens is these guys are down in the Antarctica. They have a summer and a winter group. Well, the summer group leaves and leaves the skeleton crew, the winter crew there. Well, three weeks before the summer crew comes back in, they can't contact anybody from the station. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, they can't contact yep. anybody. And they come in there, and they find everybody dead except for one survivor and two missing people. And Ooh. they don't know what the fuck happened. And really? it's all told in flashback. And so far, it's really good. Where the, it's on Netflix. On? Oh, really? It's, okay. on, it's called The Head. I think it's either HBO Max or... It's either HBO Max... Or Netflix, it's called The Head. Huh. And it's not X-rated. Right. Yeah. No, I'll have to. I'll have to look for that. Sounds interesting. Yeah, because they they kind of lead you one way, but I think it's gonna go the totally other direction. Right. Right. Which I like when when they throw me for a loop a little oh, bit. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh wait, what are we doing? All right. So we've gone from Russia, the weird shit in Russia, to movies now. That's about movies our, about cold bullshit, which yeah. we've already been talking about. I'd say we're still on track. At okay. This one. I am about due actually for. Fucking a reviewing of the thing for winter, so maybe I'll do that this week. I usually watch it during the summer. I watch it really kind of whenever I see it's on because I love that fucking movie. Man. I, I will probably do. Actually, I may do a double feature this weekend of the prequel that came out a couple years ago. Is that any good? Oh, I liked it actually. I, I, I enjoyed it. it. Um, That's it, what it takes place at the Norwegian station. Yeah, it's, okay. it's it's the Swedes and the Norwegians 
leading up to the beginning. But again, I'm going to put this out there, folks. Can anybody explain to me why on Google Earth Pro... (laughs) Pro, mind you. Yeah, Google Earth Pro... (laughs) That the Arctic Circle, it's just water. Yeah. Where's that ice cap we see all the time? Yeah, that's, that, that brings up that so many goddamn me. questions to me, man. It but really Antarctica, does. they've actually changed it recently on Google Earth. Before, you used to be anywhere you could find the bases. Yep. Now, three-quarters of that whole thing is just blacked, blacked out. out. It's not blacked out. It's just fuzzy. Right, right. And then one area you can get out, like any of the mountain ranges, you can't zoom in on any of the mountain ranges anymore. We just changed that recently. So something's up in Antarctica, folks. I know the generals had a couple things about the Arctic that I haven't quite got into yet because I've been busy doing other it, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I got to catch up on that. and sickness and holidays. Yeah. Really, I may have to fucking swing on to those this weekend, too. Yep. All right. Got to yeah. always send love to General because this show is just so out there. A lot. Oh, yeah, we got to get back on there again. Yeah, dude, yeah. Because he just goes into just some crazy shit where I'm like, what are we doing, man? And you just go for the ride because yep. it's so much fun, man. Oh, yeah. You're just like, all right, yeah. I've honestly, I've learned a lot of just really weird shit off his show. Oh, yeah. Like, I had never well, heard this before. This okay. podcast, the podcast we're talking about is called Subconscious Realms. Yeah. And the host of it is generally, and he has like Kiefer, Raven Kiefer on there. Yeah. Lux from the Occult Rejects, um, New York Patriot. Yep. And us one time. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we've been able to but hook up one time. Wait, he just talked to me a couple weeks ago, a couple right. days ago. He's like, "We need to get back on." I'm like, "I got to talk to Marty. We got to figure out time." <laughs> yeah, hell, hell, yeah. It's not a matter of. Uh, well, and you can do it at our house because we just do our phone anyway. So it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those where it's but not you guys, a matter of. Uh, well, should we? It's no, nah, we, we gotta, gotta get figure out a time because yeah. we want to go back on there because it's so much fun. But you guys go check out some subconscious realms. Yeah, it's an it's awesome podcast. If you like really weird, crazy stuff, not some of it's not even crazy. You listen to it, no. it's like eventually makes sense, and you're like, duh. Yeah, no. You, sometimes you gotta ride that first part of the roller coaster with them because you're like, where the fuck are we going with this, man? What are we doing? But yeah, I, I like like some of our stuff where eventually it just kind of like. Oh, okay. I see where that arrow is being shot. All right, let's let's just go with it. Yep. Yeah, it's it's fun as hell, man. A really, really cool group of guys too. All really, right. really fun. All right, well we're going to push an hour and a half here, buddy. All right. You got anything else for these wonderful listeners? Uh, no, man. Uh, keep it creepy, man. Everybody yep. go watch some thing this weekend in the yep. cold. You guys should have your good. If you're listening to us, have an awesome New Year's Eve. We'll see you again in the new year. Bye. Maybe, Maybe. bye. <laughs> Thank you.